Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined by four party members today. Lauren. Hey. Tunza. What's up? Tony. How you guys doing? And Danboy. Hello. In this episode of the Game Club, we're going to lead our gritty band of Romans and play 2013's Rise, Son of Rome. Rise, Son of Rome was developed by Crytek and published by Xbox Game Studios. Crytek is by no means a small studio and is well known for their crisis game franchise. Before we get any further into Rise, Son of Rome, I want to give the spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this before listening to this episode. This was our game for July, and I'm going to give a brief summary of the story for Rise, Son of Rome. Alright, so Son of Rome is set in an alternative version of Rome. Uh, you play as Marius, and I guess he had a last name, guys. I didn't know that, but it's Titus. Um, huh. As he leads the defense of the Romans against barbarians, and some other things happen along the way uh, with you know the rulers of Rome and just the situations you're put into. A lot of combat and blood and cutscenes as the story progresses. Basically, Marius's only motivation is to get revenge for his family, as that eventually spirals. It just spirals out of control. And that's a pretty much a brief summary without diving too far into the story quite yet. Uh, each episode, we break up the main points of the game between us. Starting with gameplay mechanics, Tunza is going to tell us about those for Rise, Son of Rome. All right. Uh, I guess gameplay mechanics would be it's got the sort of similar Batman kind of beat em up. I mean, they kind of capitalize on that. Like every game was doing that kind of combat, like counter block and just like light attack, all being like the same buttons and everything's done counter based. Uh, you had executions you could do by leveling up. You got to get more. There was abilities like slowing down time. You could switch between getting more XP per execution, health back per execution, focus. I don't know what the fourth one is. I don't know. I didn't uh, use like any of these, so. Yeah, I used the XP one. I don't remember what the fourth one is. Uh, uh, it was focus, the focus, focus, the damage, focus, the XP, damage, and then health. health. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So it's damage. All right. Yeah. So that was. I mean, that's basically the gist of it. I mean, you had your counter, like they cut, they flashed red for like strike, yellow for um, uh, parry, red for block or unblockable. Oh, I want to. Uh, I want to stop just for a second because Lauren played this on the Steam Deck, and I was telling her like because I was playing it with an Xbox controller, I was like, oh, they like a blue, yellow, red whatever you need to hit, and she's like, yeah, that didn't integrate well. So, Lauren, how about you tell them about your experience with that? So, for anybody that doesn't know what a Steam Deck looks like, all of the buttons and everything are black. So, when it pops up those colors, I had no idea what I was supposed to do and which buttons were which. So, there would be times where it would flash yellow, I would hit X, that was obviously the wrong answer. Um, X is blue, Y is yellow. <laughs> they 
I don't know, like, it said that it was optimized for the Steam Deck, and besides that, it played really well, it's just, there was no indication, there was no way for me to know that. I think if, I think it tells you in the tutorial, but it would have just said, like, light slash, I don't think it would have told you the colors. Right. Because like, like, this was, like, heavy attack, this was light, and I feel like that's, and they, they were, like, color-coordinated in that, but yeah, I understand. Yeah, so that was a little rough until I figured it out anyways. I mean, I didn't execute anybody till the very end of the game anyways. What? 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 Did you beat me to death? In a wet noodle? Yeah, I didn't even know how to do it. Corey was like, what do you mean you don't know how to do it? And he was I'm like, right there. <laughs> he's like, it's a little skull and then you hit the trigger. And I was like, oh, I just beat him until they died. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you attacked everybody probably a hundred times. Yeah, it made it so much easier mm -hmm. after that. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess for other for gameplay, uh, there's modes. Like, there's an arena mode, which is really cool. Uh, I didn't check to see if multiplayer was still alive, because I used to play that when this was, because this game was a launch title. I played it with the Xbox One when it came out. And the arena was, like, popping, because you actually got tier-based armor. And then you would compete in the gladiator arena. Um, basic combat moves. There's some collectibles along the way. I have no idea how you find them all because, like, I've barely seen some of them. A lot of it's like yeah. off the beaten path. Like, you'd have to go like a complete different way of what you're supposed to be doing. It, yeah, in a game that's pretty linear. Like, there's only a couple times where it opened where you could take a cup like a path. Yeah, like at least I, for me, I didn't. I didn't look really hard this time around. I know, like, as you're going through, like, Rome towards the end of the game, there's, like, gates that you can break open, and usually there's collectibles back there, but, like, they're so out of the way, and they're just, the lock is slightly yellow, so that you yeah. can even know that you can break it open, and I was like, well, this seems like a flaw in design, but I guess they just really wanted you to, like, explore outside just, just run murder people. It's like... That's why I did majority of the game skill. <laughs> Actually, the whole game. <laughs> did you uh, have anything else for gameplay? No, nah, I think that covers it. All right. So we're next we're going to dive into the art for Rise, and Lauren is going to tell us about that. So Patrick Gamble was the only guy I could find listed as an artist when you just look it up on like Wiki, all that stuff. I did find like an article about the character artist. But I didn't write any of that down because all it shows is their name and what character they designed. That's it. There's no other info. It said it was an interview, but that's all they asked them. Like, okay, what character did you design? And then they told him. That was it. So all my info is about Patrick Gamble because he's the one I can find the most info about. He, uh, he was the cinematic and gameplay animator for the game. Before he worked on Rise, he worked as an animator for Boulder Media in Ireland for The Amazing World of Gumball as a 3D character animator. Which is pretty wild to me. That show's that old. Uh, yeah, very. <laughs> uh, other projects he worked for as an animator with Crytek when he was in Germany. He did Homefront 2, Evolve, Warface, and Hunt. And the, with Dice which is, I guess, EA Digital Illusions in Sweden. He did Battlefield 1, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Battlefield 5, Need for Speed Heat, 
and Battlefield 2042. Yikes. Oh, yeah. That's a rough one. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's working for a company called Liquid Swords in Sweden since December of 2021. But there's no games listed under him for that studio. So I don't know what he's working on there. But he's been kind of bouncing around from location to location for a couple years. So, I mean, he's got some pretty big name titles under his belt, though. So he's got them all AAA, basically. Yeah. Is he Swedish then? Because he works like almost exclusively for Swedish, like Sweden branches of these companies? Yeah, I I think so. Because that's where like it even started. Or no, he started in Ireland. And then he worked in Germany and then Sweden and then another one in Sweden. So he's currently in Sweden, but I don't know if that's originally where he's from. It's pretty interesting. He's got definitely a resume. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. And he's like the senior animator and all that for those companies. So he's a high up person. Well, I I think the cutscenes in this are like one of the high points for sure. Even years later, they look really good. Oh, definitely. I even said that. I was like, man, like if this was just like all the cutscenes as a movie, I'd watch it. It looked good. It played well even on my Steam Deck. I mean, it pushed my fans on it real hard. It was cranking out heat, but it looks really good still. So. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. I mean, the the thing, the better than a doubt, it is, it is a demo game. It was just like a launch title mm-hmm. to show off. The launch title that Xbox had when the Xbox yeah. One came out. Yeah, this and I because I had this in two K. Well, yeah, but it was previous year of 2K. Yeah, but um, the, I for like being a launch title and like doing good. I mean, it's competing with like Infamous uh, Second Son, with being PS4's launch title, which is also a great game. But it held up way better than I expected. Looked good. Uh, mm-hmm. Just that combat kind of. I don't know. It's been used so often, so much that it's just kind of overdone. Right. So I don't. I don't know if if I was like playing on like low settings or anything, but I didn't think it looked like that great. I thought it looked kind of just meh. Um, what'd you play on? But but I also Did like I put on? it into the perspective. I played on my Series X. Okay. But I I took into the consideration that it was like a Xbox One launch title, so I was like, it's been like what eight years since then, nine oh, years. So I was man. like. Yeah, almost yeah, so I was nine. like, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it just to me didn't hold up as well in the graphics scheme. But eh. it makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it looked pretty good, so I don't know. Playing on PC, so and I thought it looked great. I just had to turn motion blur off. That was my only, but that's like I do that with every game. Oh, I probably should have turned that off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. Uh, how about you tell us about sound design and music for Rye Centerome? Oh my gosh! So <clears throat> I did my research this time. Oh, I could actually shit. find things about the soundtrack for one. Clap, 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 but clap. uh, <clears throat> the uh, soundtrack for this game was made by, and I'm gonna butcher this name. It is Borislav Slavov. 
Don't know if I said that right. We'll go but with anyways, it. We'll run with it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <clears throat> so uh he basically started in uh in the game industry of like composing for different games in 2001. And uh, the first one he worked on was a strategy, a real-time strategy game called Knights of Arm, uh, Knights of Honor. I don't know why I couldn't say that. It was like the hardest words I've ever used together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big words. <laughs> and then uh, after that, he worked on Two Worlds 2, World Shift as the composer, and Gothic 3 as a featured musician. I don't know what any of those games are. So. The Gothic, I, I know. In Two Worlds, I know. Yeah, they're, they're RPG. They're RPGs. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And then in 2009, he joined Crytek. And then he worked on uh, Rise, Crisis 2, and Crisis 3 as the music director and principal composer. And then in the later kind of years he's just been specializing in production i feel like just doing anything yeah, given like his gaming. knowledge uh, yeah anything on sound design or was there not much about that oh there wasn't much about that yikes <laughs> yeah i mean the sound's good the, I, he composed the music which i don't fully really remember the music I uh for the most part I feel like the best way to describe the music would be it was very movie like like cinematic like if you're what yeah yeah that's that's how I would put it like you're just watching a movie and then you know people are like fighting and there's like the the sounds kind of coming in making the scenes all cinematic empathetic or whatever <laughs> dramatic yeah <laughs> yeah um the sound effects yeah, are good though like the clash of the shields and the swords and uh you know the character is like groaning when you chop their arm off or whatever yeah i really He's liked uh whenever someone would shoot like an arrow and you could like deflect it with your shield that yeah nice. sounded yeah. nice the sound effect that like stuck with me the most was when you stab someone in the throat and they start like gargling blood oh my yeah, god that yeah. was so cool <laughs> and they're like Ugh! and you're like oh shit like that that's legit. what it sounds like yeah like that's like legit <laughs> well we're kind of transitioning as you know as we talk about sound and stuff so how about we just open up the floor and just talk about anything that made an impact tony you haven't really talked too much so how about you uh, open us up for this one this is a pretty good game that's why i picked it for this month I didn't like fighting the chick. What was her name? Uh, the girl with the two swords. Boudica? Like, yeah, yeah Boudica. Boudica. I fucking Boudica. hated her. Boudica. Boudica, yeah, Boudica, Boudica, whatever. <laughs> I absolutely hated her, especially at the end I of the game. Like the first, the first fight was fine. You know, like you beat her down, and then she sends in her minions, and you have to finish them. Great, cool. But the second one, I fucking hated it because there were stages into it. And I fucking hate staged fights. Like, you beat them down. Oh, we're going to start back up at full health again. Well, why? Like, what's the point? It, it pissed me off. <laughs> it absolutely pissed me off. I forgot about that part. when, uh, But then playing it, I was like, I remember this pissing me off when I played it the first time. Yeah, I uh, I I cheesed the shit out of her at the, the last boss fight. I kind of mentioned this to Lauren and Dan and Tunza, I think. 
But uh, I basically what I did is I Dark Souls boss fought her. That's all I did. I just kept dodge rolling and just spamming her back. I would just that's what I would do. I would just roll away from her until she would like lunge with the, like where it would like light up red. Yeah, and then I'd go and hit her once, and then roll back out. I mean, the boss fight took forever, but I didn't yeah. even take a hit. Okay. So I like just cheesed her in that aspect because I was like, I'm not gonna try to figure out this blocking and like reflecting the attack and doing like perfect like you know perfect hits or whatever. Yeah. I was like, right. I don't, I don't care enough. I was like, I'm just gonna roll so I don't die so I can finish the story. Like that's like I want to know where the story's going. This boss fight is just kind of here. It is sad. It's opposite. I learned the counter. Uh, same. Yeah. That was the boss fight that made me learn how to actually fight at the very end of the game. <laughs> uh, I only struggled with one is when she would do that like weird multi spinning. Yeah, like, where she'd spin in the air and shit. Yeah, because that one, I that one took me a minute to the counter. The one you just they were all kind of easy. It just it took me I think three tries. Again, total. I um first time I got rolled. Next time I was like, oh, I have to block at this point. Next time, uh, learn the pattern, and then during, so I always got to that second phase. During that fight, she all she does that like it's like almost like she does like a backspin kind of almost like a helicopter move. Mm-hmm. And right. during that, the animation is so piss poor. It's so bad. Like her feet, like don't actually move if you watch them. They just kind of slide across the ground. At least that's what it was doing in my game. And I was like why why does this it like i was streaming it at the time and i was talking to my chat and i'm like why does this look so bad like it's just that animation everything else she does is fine but just that it's just like she's like sliding across the ground like towards me like not walking just sliding like moonwalking or something (laughs) Uh, i had to pay attention to like her like i had to pay attention to her abilities i was like watching like 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 certain points where she would raise, like you had the block if like she raised her arms up so high for like the one. So I was like always just watching like movement. So like I didn't even notice her. Oh, it was so bad. It is very satisfying though once you finally kill her. I do like that they were like, hey, in another life, this you know we could have had something. Yeah, and he's and then she's <laughs> then he's like, well, yeah. gotta kill her. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, you. do it, Marius, kill her, kill her right now. <laughs> <laughs> um so all right bad. uh I, a thing i guess that it's just a really short little thing oh my god how brutal is it when you shoot her elephant directly in the eye oh yeah oh, man. absolutely uh, or know, how about the the first centurion the blue guy i forget what his name is uh the your your captain your commander or whatever where he took no. the spear and threw it and hit him directly in the fucking eye yeah, they're they're deadly accurate. I don't. They have the best aiming precision of all time. I guess that they are Roman warriors, but still. Yeah. Um, all right, that that was my little short one. Uh, anything from you guys, Dan, Lauren, Tunza? Yeah. The best part. Or something. All right, go yeah. ahead, Lauren. So, I was playing the game in Corey's game room, playing on the Steam Deck, and. There's that part where you're going back to the villa, and I was telling Dan about it, too. There's, like, enemies come towards you, and there's water, 
when you walk through like the courtyard looking area and I was fighting them in the water. So then when I went to execute them with the shield, I was choking them underwater with the shield. And I was literally going, yeah, drown, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I heard you say that. Did you like, I was talking to Corey. (laughs) Like over Discord and yours in the background, like drown. I was like, why is she laughing maniacally? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what she was talking about. Like, I didn't couldn't see her screen. I'm just like, all right, Lauren. So I, I, I also had that encounter, but mine was during the uh, the the arena games because you start out in the water. Uh-huh. Like, there's that. Like, that's where mine occurred, not in the middle of the streets. So. though. But yeah, I know exactly what Lauren's talking about. I was like, oh shit, this dude's kind of drowning. You could hear it, but like him trying to breathe and it's just like bubbling water. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sweet. It was a good little uh, thing that happened. A nice little attention to detail. Yeah, I liked it. I um, Another small one is when you get into the woods, like after you capture the king of the barbarians... And you get in, you get ambushed by like those guys that are in there. Um, you can kick people off of the cliff, like Sparta yeah. kick them off. Yeah. So the whole time I was fighting those people, I was just like, "All right, come over to this ledge. Let me get a couple hits in so I could do this special execution." Just because I like to just Sparta kick them off, made me feel powerful. I'm trying to think. I, I would say, like, the arena itself, just fighting, doing that, is done really well in the story. Also, uh, there, that, that, there, there's aliens, right? How, how'd they get that technology? Yeah, <laughs> I said it too. Ground. Yeah. You, like, go into the arena and, like, the floor comes down and, like, new things come up and it's, like, raising and lowering and, like, shifting. And, like, I'm like, what is this technology? I was like, did they have this? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of, I don't remember this. I know they had, like, the pylons come out, because, like, the floor underneath is hollow, but, like, they were, like, shifting, like, grass, like, yeah. it looks so cool. coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like, and I was like, oh, aliens. Like, they rotating blocks. Yeah. His, uh, that boss fight in the arena sucks, too, because it's a three-stage boss fight. Oh, yeah. I, I was pissed about that one, too, man. But that one wasn't as bad as the chicks. As, uh, it was easy. It was the same move every time. Yeah. Well, you could just her, deflect it wasn't as. It wasn't as bad as hers. Yeah, as it, was, it made his better. It that made could, it easier. He did the same move. Yeah, that, she was so much easier. <laughs> I Well, I died to her, so I, yeah, she, same. it makes her harder. <laughs> oh, oh! Actually, we're gonna talk about worst part ever. You know where the the my timing must have been wrong or something on the the spears that came out of the ground. Uh, the There's traps. like three in a row. Uh, I got stuck on one of them for a while. Like I just kept mistiming it. I don't know if my calibration's like wrong on my controller. Like, because every time I hit it, it, like I realized I had to hit it way early. Instead of hitting it late like I you would normally would, like when so it lights up, so I had to hit it. Yeah, so it happened like I don't know, Corey. I was on Discord with you. It happened like six times in a row. Yeah, you kept talking about it, and then that same area that you struggled with that. You probably walked through it. You probably walked. Through well, it. I walked through it, but that's when my game froze and crashed. Oh, maybe I need. And I had to do. I had to do all those traps all over again. That happened to me after the. After the tutorial stuff with his like parents and stuff, I had to redo that whole act because like it just closed on me. 
Yeah, mine froze and then it just force closed. That's pretty much it for me. I don't have anything else really. The killing the emperor at the end is very satisfying and extremely brutal. The walk up to it's pretty cool where you just you see him be like an almighty badass. Yeah, he's like all this guards are coming out and you're just like taking them down like at first it's just one at a time and then like they start attacking you two on one and you're like getting stabbed but you're still taking them out. Like you you fit you fulfilled your mission and it yeah. made you think that. It was good. I liked it. it was good. Oh, and Lauren mentioned the god that the goddess that helps you throughout the whole game. How does her dress stay on? In Nemesis. Yeah, why does her dress stay on? I don't think they had that technology back then. I don't know. It's I'm a not god. She was I'm a god. Not. It just stuck to her. <laughs> Is that how that works? God, yeah, she so. can have their clothes stick to them? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really thinking much about it. But... It bothered me. I was like, <laughs> no way does her dress stay on. Like <laughs> Dude, I didn't. Before I started playing this, nobody told me that there was titties in this game. And I was so happy. (laughs) (laughs) I also didn't know, and I was fucking streaming. And I was like, ooh, (laughs) yikes. Yikes. Recovered. Pasties on, I guess. They had pasties at that time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I, I think the only other thing I would say is that, and we kind of touched it with like gameplay. The combat for me got really old really quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that structure that like, like I always call it the Batman format because like Batman and Assassin's Creed kind of formula like, that became their thing, right? And then like Assassin's Creed now is completely different. Like their way they do their combat, and Batman, I'm assuming, is probably relatively the same. Well, we haven't got to play the new Batman game yet, so we don't know. But all four of them, yes. All the other four, yes. I was about to say. But yeah, I got to like the third mission, and like they throw in some like variants to the combat. But I was like, I got to the point where I was just like, I don't know, this is just kind of boring. Like I just want the story. That's that's where I was at. Once once I got to the uh, the horn, what they call the horn people, people in the mountains, where you're in the dark forest or whatever, that was probably at the point where I was like, all right, let's just finish this fucking game. I'm getting kind of bold with it. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's probably my biggest gripe overall with everything. But it's just like okay. Uh, I've had enough. And it's just like sometimes it's just those segments are just so long. And it's like, all right, kill these four guys and then four more guys and then four more guys and then four more guys. And it's like, oh, now you can move forward. And it's like, oh, 10 guys. And it's like, I just fought like a million people. I guess the last thing, because I just thought of it, the parts where you like line up with your other Roman soldiers and have to like block the arrows and stuff. Kind of cool. Oh, yeah, I love that part. Also, you want to talk about spears? How man? How are we beating all those bow guys? <laughs> you could, like draw back, and just, like <laughs> yeah. kill them. It's like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, you just throw it from like a hundred yards away. Yards away. Yeah. And like you like charge it up, like all right, everybody lock on, and then we're all perfect aim with forty people. You're telling me they're not gonna shoot out of sync those, like one time? Those spears had like tracking devices or something on them. Alien yeah. technology, right, Tensa? Aliens, aliens. the Romans are in cords with gods and it is alternate. It is alternate Rome. You never know. Yeah. Um, Aliens. Aliens. Uh, Anything else or good? Good to move on. I'll I'll be honest. I didn't like the story. I felt like I mainly hated it because it starts at the end and then you go into the little vault chamber thing with the emperor, and then you tell him the entire story leading up to it. And I, I, I felt like there was really no need for that. You could have just did it all, just to complete order. Yeah, yeah. I think they just wanted to put a spin on it. I think they just it. wanted to tell you the story of uh, Debbie. Debbie. Uh... Damocles. 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 I think that was their objective is like to tell you that story. Right. No, I, I agree with Dan though. I think the way they told it and then they could have done it just straight through. I don't think it would have impacted all that different. I agree. I like the story, but I'm just saying like, I, I feel like it would have been the same impact. It's very summer blockbustery. Like that's, that's the vibe I got of the game is like, this makes me think of like kind of how we went and played like, or watched like, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Like, it's yeah. just a summer blockbuster movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. But uh, how about we move on to time to completion? Um, I took me 5.8 hours to finish this game. And I, I got... Uh, Go ahead. 5.1. Yeah, I, I got probably around half of the collectibles. Mine says 5.8. Nice. Lauren? Yeah, I, really, I wasn't really looking for any of the collectibles. If I came across them, I picked one, but like I wasn't searching for them. Mine was 5.9. <laughs> I'm a better gamer. Shut up. How about you, Dan? What did you play this for? Like three hours? Mr. Speedrunner over there? <laughs> So, I'm doing my time based off of my recordings, because I recorded the entire playthrough, and they're in two different segments. So, adding them all together, it was a little bit less than five hours. It was like four hours and like 47 minutes, something like that. Yeah, speedrunner Dan over here. (laughs) (laughs) I was also max level at like the fifth chapter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like... (laughs) <laughs> I came downstairs and I'm like, you're already level six? And you're like, yeah, why? And I'm like, because I didn't hit six until like mission seven or something. <laughs> Dude, I I, feel... I'm pretty sure I hit like the fourth rank at like the third mission. I was yeah, like, oh, okay. I hit it pretty early because of using. Uh, yeah. I only use the XP. Uh, Same. Uh, I didn't use anything. I just played it. I forgot <laughs> that it even existed. You just got health back all the time. Yeah, yeah, because from... it, it was defaulted at health. Yeah, that's so... all I ever got back. Yeah. So I never had like low health, but I also didn't get all the extra XP that you guys got. 
Um, I told them whenever I finished the game, I had like 500,000 more XP like left over. Uh, the Valor points, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did too. I had a lot. I bought like everything at the end though. Like I, I maxed out like you. I couldn't buy anything. Nice. I think I had like some stuff, but I was like, yeah. Yeah. Boo. Um, all right. Anything else before we go into recommendation? Nah, mate. Nope. Guys are good. Yep. All right. Uh, each episode we go around and find out if we would recommend the game we're playing and why or why not. So starting with Lauren this episode, would you recommend this game and why or why not? Um, so I would say as long as you're okay with gameplay that starts to feel a little monotonous after a while, like the combat portion of it anyways, then yeah, the story was super good. It looked good. I would have watched it as a movie. <laughs> I even said that to Corey, and he's like, you ever watch 300? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I would. It was on Game Pass? If you have the console yeah. Game Pass, yeah. Okay, yeah, and it, it was pretty cheap on Steam, too, so, like, even price-wise, I don't have any complaints. Like, I thought it was good. Yeah, I we paid, like, two bucks for this. Yeah, yep. I want to say it was like two ninety nine or something like that. Worth um, it. All right, Tunza. Uh, yeah. I mean, it held up. I played it back when it came out. The first game I had on the Xbox One. Uh, it was so I had it day one, and it was good. Then I played more of the arena. It's been long enough that I forgot most of the story and stuff. So going through, it's cool. I didn't check out the arena, but at two bucks and. On two forty nine on Steam sale, and then it being retail for nine dollars on Steam is definitely worth nine dollars. Uh, it's a hack and slash, so you'll be doing a lot of the same button combos and beating stuff up. So yeah, it's good, good for what it is. Dan, yeah, I'll recommend it. I just, you know, if you get past the whole, like Lauren said, the whole uh, gameplay mechanics. Then it's it's enjoyable. The story's good, you know, despite you know <laughs> my my complaints about the story. But overall, it is it was fun. It was fine. Tony. Yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It was a good game. Still held up when I played it back in twenty thirteen. It, in my opinion, it looked even better, but that was probably because I was playing on a PC compared to the Xbox One. So, for two dollars, you can't you can't beat this pickup, honestly. Um, I think I would also recommend it, but I, I'm I'm probably on the lower end of recommend. Um, I like the story. I like how brutal the game is. Like they do really well with the executions, but it kind of lost my enjoyment as I mentioned before in like the third or fourth mission of the game to the point where like, I just wanted the, just wanted the conclusion to the story. I didn't really care about anything else. Um, so I was just trying to kill enemies as quick as possible and like moving through sections just quickly, I guess. Um, yeah, it got to the point where like I was doing other things like I cheesed a boss, like just cause I was just over the combat. So I would recommend it. The price point is, if if you can get it for two bucks or whatever, like it's definitely worth a playthrough. The story's 
like I said, brutal. It's pretty good. Um, but at the lower end of recommend for me. Yeah, you know, I like I wouldn't go out of my way and say this is the best game ever. You should play this or do anything. But like if you find yourself wanting a good action beat em up like hack and slash game, it, it fits that criteria. Yeah, like I said, it, the way it does like executions and like how brutal it is, it is enjoyable for a while. But then it's like, OK, we're still doing this. And I, I, I don't know how to solve that problem. But for me personally, it's just. It's a recommend, but with a grain of salt. But, alright, towards the end of each episode, we dive into the review page of Steam and read some reviews for the game we're playing in a segment called Good, Bad, and Funny. So, for every game we go into Steam, we find one good review, one bad review, and a review that we found funny. Uh, Tony, this is you, right, my man? Read us some reviews. All right, so this one person that played the game for 14 hours. This is a good review. Uh, game is a blast, gorgeous to look at, and very engaging. Highly recommended. All right, then we have somebody else. They played the game for 0.2 hours. The game was very boring, not optimized well on my PC, and I returned it. It says he got a full refund on it. It's like, you didn't even give it a try. You played it for 20 minutes. And then um, there's a lot of people in here that just have, like, really good reviews. Solid, violent, romp. Made an age of uh, oblivious to uh, to killing people. There are no, some fun um, conventions, like turtle sections, and that are bizarre in the setting, but you like the sort of cordial enjoyed the action so like there's just a, weird, a lot a lot of good stuff here a lot of people were saying um a lot of people were having um there's one review on here that uh was mentioning something that lauren said or previously where she was on the steam deck um um because of the 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 model flashes and it's difficult to tell the colors for people that are colorblind Oh, I didn't think about that. So, so yeah, some people were having issues with that. Yeah, accessibility wasn't really, you know, it just recently started becoming a thing people think about. Right. I didn't even think about that while playing at all, and that's like not, ignorance on me. Well, it's just something, yeah. I mean, we're, we're luckily, like, apparently not colorblind, but, like, <laughs> it, it's things you don't realize. Like, subtitles are very important for games, not just because, like, or the same way dubs are very important, too, because some people are, like, visually impaired. Like, they could see the game, but they can't, like, read, you know, read the words. But I found some funny reviews. Did you find some, Tony? I didn't find anything that was, like, overly funny. Oh, this one says, biggest dickus. That's the review. <laughs> Where is that at? Because I... And then there's I... one... Enough buying all those hentai games, soldier. We must protect Rome and empire, the Roman Empire at all costs. For Rome! Or for the Empire, sorry. For Rome. Yeah, same right. thing. Wrong. Yeah, I had a <laughs> thing. And there's just... there's that. Those were the funny ones that came across. A lot of good reviews. Some just say che- it's like a cheesy action movie. Um, okay, I see that one that you're... I, I see which one you're talking about now. That's way down there. Okay. Yeah, I, this doesn't seem like it gets the typical, like, 
funny reviews that we find in some of the other games. But I mean, those two were pretty good. I like those ones. Yeah. Not as many though. Not as many of like. Oh, there's one beta barbarians versus average Sigma Roman in hand. Anything that just makes not like an actual review is always funny to me. Like this one's pretty good because it's point two hours on record, so not even a half hour. They said, "Sorry, but this game sucks." Controls are very awkward and the story is weak. The only thing going for it is that I only paid two dollars and forty nine cents for it. I might try to play again at a later date. Sorry for the negative review. I'm breaking the norms here, but I have to be honest. This is like what <laughs> story is weak? Play you already played it for twenty fifteen minutes. So what you got? You, you got like him talking to the emperor, like in the little bunker. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm throwing this away. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> trash. I don't know. Yeah, how, I, like, I don't know how we got here, but this is trash. <laughs> Call, of du- <laughs> Call of Duty Roman uh, Roman Warfare. Uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. And just these anything that's not like a cut and twist place thing. Uh, but, all right, you guys good for reviews? Yep. Yeah. All right, so Dan has the pick for the month of August. So Dan is going to tell everyone what game we're playing and why he chose it. Oh my god, I am. Um, so we are gonna play Road ninety-six. Road ninety-six. The walking simulator game. It's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. I've seen this like multiple times, but I have no idea what it is. Uh, oh, same. I I kind of don't. Oh, walking simulator. That's all I know of it. And, like you make. Uh, yeah, decisions. yeah. It's something to do like late nineties or something. Something about news. Yeah, There's yeah. like some propaganda shit. Interesting. Is there a reason you chose it? Um, I basically chose it because I saw it forever ago, like when it first came out, and I was like, "Hey, I should, I should play this one day." And then I never played it. Now I'm giving myself a reason to play it. All right. Well, yeah. it looks like we're playing mm-hmm. Road. Was it Road Eight Ninety Six? Ninety Six. Road Nine Six. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna be our game for the month of August. Any uh, feedback on that, guys? Or it's got a lot of good reviews here on Steam. Yeah, I think it's similar to like Firewatch. Alright, good? Yep. Great, I had a lot of fun today talking about Rise, Son of Rome on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called Nerdlag where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at Nerdlag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at NerdLag, where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag, where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy, like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, We also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. At the end of every episode, we kind of just go around and talk about what we've been playing, any gaming news that sticks out to us, or just anything that's going on in life. So is there anything you guys want to talk about?
uh, raft update. Uh, we still have not played it. Oh. <laughs> it's a whole been, month has gone a whole by. Month. Yeah, so you guys are gonna have to restart because you're not gonna nah, know where nah, you are. We know. No. We know where we're at. <laughs> he said, "No, no." We sh- we played Valorant though. Yeah, we like played Valorant. Yeah, Tony oh. tried Valorant. Tony got us to play PUBG for a little bit. Yeah. Oh yikes! <laughs> I've came back to the dark world of world, dark world of world of Warcraft. Tried to I, say start, I started rewatching the Harry Potters to get ready for uh, the new Harry Potter game. So, I forgot about that game. Yeah, it comes out in November. It's gonna be great. Let's um, hope so. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it's great. Um, I'm on to like movie five, so I'm trying to like watch one every day or every other day. Yeah, I hope it doesn't get delayed since it's just a December 2022 release. Yeah. Date. Oh, it's going to be delayed. Yeah, it's going to be delayed. <laughs> Everything's getting delayed now. Everything is. So, I mean, what what, what else is going to be waiting two years for that game, too? So. I uh, just have been continuing my Nino Cooney grind. Uh, just playing that every day. Just do my daily stuff. And pretty much, that's pretty much it. Um, that's. I mean, I do my GameCube stuff on Twitch, but outside of that, I haven't really played anything for myself. Just been yeah, doing a lot either. of other stuff for Nerdlag at this point, so that's where I've been at. Oh, um, I don't really have anything. I haven't been playing anything except for our podcast games. I mean, I just got this. I was just telling Tunza, I got Love Cami Trilogy. So that just came in the mail and I'm going to open that at some point and try it out because it looks good. Oh yeah. I, just... I have those on the, I have those on the Steam. I've never played it. Yeah. I just got my copy of seven pirates H as well, oh, yeah. which is a super fan service RPG that takes place on a pirate <laughs> ship. Sounds like a good Hell, time. Yeah. So, yeah. Dive into that. Uh, I I do want to pick up Digimon Survive and Xenoblade Chronicles Three, but those are some investments. So <laughs> one yeah, before the other. About Digimon. Yeah, I've been trying to avoid everything online just because I don't want anything spoiled. So I think I'm gonna start with Digimon and then go into Xenoblade. I think Xenoblade would be a hard game for somebody to spoil because it's gonna take them like a week to finish. <laughs> Like that's true. Well, like I'm waiting for the guy I work with is bought Xenoblade, so I'm gonna hear what he has to say and if it's just worth me just playing like three because it's so hard to. I should have bought one and two, or I should have bought two forever ago. Now it's like too expensive for me. <laughs> All I know is that Xenoblade three can be played without playing the other two. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to hear from him because he's like a big fan of it. If he's, if it's, I should. Yeah. What I've been reading online because I follow a lot of people that are really big in the Switch community. And they said that, like Corey said, you can play it without the other two, but you'll enjoy the story more if you play the first two. Yeah. Cause they they pay like homage to like the first two quite a bit. But Mm -hmm. like it's nothing that would take away from your experience with three. Except right. for like those little nuggets that they put in you there. Guys, you guys have two, right? Yeah, I have one and two. 
I might have borrowed off you guys. I don't think I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I was just looking on eBay. It's still sitting around 75 bucks. Yeah, I know. I should have bought it for the DLC is just expensive. Oh, yeah. The DLC is also sitting at about 70 to 80 dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, to get the whole shebang, you're looking like a 150 dollar investment. I got the DLC when we were on our road trip for like 25 bucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think we've seen, I think we've seen Xenoblade there for like 40 something. Yeah. Like just the normal one. And I was like, oh, I should, I'll get it. It's it's coming down. And then it skyrocketed right back up. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be even worse for people that want to play three. And they're going to be like, well, I need two. Because that's what happened when like East 9 came out. People were mm. like, well, I got to play eight. The community always says that it's great. And the price went up. <laughs> yeah, at least I know I could borrow a game from you guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for a fee. What <laughs> you can ju- you can just borrow mine <laughs> for a fee? No, no fee. Just bring it back the way you got it. <laughs> well, what am I gonna do to it? But okay, hey, I don't know. Things can happen. I don't know what you do when you're alone. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to know what he does when he's alone. You get hit with two hundred and thirty percent interest if that comes back damaged. Yeah, now. <laughs> Crazy. I, I might, you know, I, I might not like video games as much as I thought. <laughs> um, all right, I'm good. Are you guys good? Yeah. 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 I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had fun having this little extra time at the end of the episode, but I think it's time for us to install the next game and get ready for the next episode. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Peace. Bye.